podcast. Hey, hey y'all. Welcome to another week of Lighthearted, Lighthearted Lesbian Living. living. <laughs> <laughs> it was a suggestion that we change change that part, how we say living. Oops, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week it's time for another mental health podcast. And we had planned to do this last week, but some mental health issues in our household prevented that, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been super stressed lately and we'll give you an update on that and while we skipped last week. And then we're also going to talk about some self-care and what we've been doing and what we want to continue doing as well as the holidays that are upon us and how stressful they can be and how, um, you can do some different things to get prepared for that. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's talk. Okay, an update. Yes. So the last few weeks have been a lot of stress. Lots. Lots and lots of stress. So let me kind of give you a rundown of what's going on. Um, I'm going to give you the kind of overview because, you know, it's personal. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been in a lot of physical pain um, because my knees have decided to quit being um, useful. Yep. (laughs) Uh, my left knee in particular, I've had, you know, a few knee surgeries and it's just finally said, uh, I don't want to work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in physical therapy and, um, it's, it's, it's messing with my head. Um, I'm, you know, feeling inadequate. Aww. Um, you know, I've not been able to help a whole lot at home or, you know, a lot of things that we normally do. Yeah. And that um, puts a lot of stress on you. Well, I feel bad because I know, I know how much pain you're in. And I think it just makes things hard. But you've been doing a really good job of finding ways to still be helpful, but also take care of you. Like, you know, the groceries, you can't yeah. necessarily go to the grocery store and walk around and get everything. But you putting in the grocery order and me just picking it up is super helpful because that saves a lot of time. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we're finding ways around it. Yeah. And like you've been doing laundry and dishes and mm-hmm. like things that you can do in little short bursts. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really great. Yeah. And, but you know, the stress is still there. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, on top of that too, and this is incredibly personal, um, but I, Oh, gosh. I don't know why I'm nervous about saying this. It's okay. Um, I was diagnosed bipolar with psychosis. Right. What that means is that sometimes I hear voices. Yep. They're also called auditory hallucinations. Yes. In clinical terms. And they don't happen a lot. Right. But they have been happening the last few weeks. Especially when you're super stressed. Yeah. And I think all the pain, too, is compiling on top of that yeah so i can get into what that looks like maybe at a a different time yeah um if people have questions yeah but i also um during this so you've been let me just kind of sum that up as you've been in a major period of crisis like body pain mental anguish all kinds of things going on yeah okay and then my therapist dumped me totally ghosted i you know she had canceled or rescheduled 
the last couple of weeks three three weeks yeah and i thought you know she maybe is having a rough time or something herself right but then i get a call and i'm like (laughs) what do you mean she's no longer going to be a therapist yeah um there (laughs) and uh that that um sent my stress to a, a, a high a very high point yeah i have been totally furious about it because according to the therapist's code of ethics or whatever it's called they are supposed to stick with you if they have to you know discontinue service with you they are supposed to at least help you find a new therapist and make sure that you're going to be settled and okay. But this person just like went, has been seeing other clients in a different state for a while, apparently, and just left. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm so mad. <laughs> I know you're angry and I'm trying not to be angry and they have offered two other options in their practice um i you know reviewed the the therapist and one is a you know uh old white dude yeah and i just from his background he he was in a he, he studies a much different area of mental health than what i need um so yeah. that one won't work out and then the other is an element used to be an elementary school teacher and deals a lot with childhood stuff and i thought that's not her focus so that's not going to work for me either yeah i mean so, the options that they gave you were completely inadequate i'm oh <laughs> i'm trying not to get too worked up about well, it they offered me another one too and um she's lgbtq but she's incredibly expensive. Yeah. And not, I don't know, I don't know if it's going to be an option with the insurance. So, y'all, we've got a lot of stress on us right now. And that's been why we didn't make it last week. Yeah. I mean, just to be clearly honest, like, or completely honest, you know, last week the voices were pretty bad on Sunday. And it wasn't, we weren't in a spot to be able to record. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult when you hear somebody in your head, you know, telling you not so nice things or talking over top of your own voice. Yeah. And then also trying to have a conversation. And it's just I think one thing impossible. that a lot, of, a lot of people don't understand, I've had a lot of people ask me about it um, just because they're interested to know. But, you know, I think a lot of people have an internal voice. That, like, you talk to yourself in your head mm-hmm. or whatever. That's not what this is. Yep, and mine's already this, busy being ADHD. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. But this is, you know, they have studied the brain while people are hearing voices. And when you're just walking around and you hear someone talking to you, there's a particular part of your brain that lights up. And when people are hearing voices, that exact same part of the brain lights up. So they're not, like, fabricating this. They're actually physically hearing something and it makes it really difficult to be able to to talk about things or carry on a conversation or to focus on what you're trying to do yeah and we can if people are interested we can kind of deep dive into it right um but you know i am trying to cope you know and i think i'm 
I don't think I'm doing bad. You're doing amazing. And, um, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, you really are. I mean, you've held it together really, really well. I've, you know, I've been, I don't know, my time's filled with doing my exercises for my knee. Right. And I'm drawing and sort of writing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm blogging at least. Um, and also, I'm um, going to see my psychiatrist this week. Right. Um, so we can look at my medicine, kind of have a conversation about where I'm at, mm-hmm. and see where, I, I mean, what I can do going forward. Yeah. And medication has been helping a lot. Yeah. I mean, we've had some changes. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. But I think, I mean, I think you've been doing really great, particularly in light of everything that's been going on. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, Next, we'll go on to our next segment, and we're going to be talking about self-care. So we'll dive a little bit more into what you've been doing and then some other things that we want to do. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we're going to... I didn't realize you had started recording, and I was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk about um, doing self-care that's right for you. Yes. And it's straight from the mouth of people who are desperately trying to do as much self-care to get those little pockets of happiness. Yeah. Um, but, well, uh, I think self-care really became a buzzword during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. You know? It was everywhere. People were like, oh, you have to self-care, self-care. And, but it was like, you should take a bath. You should do a journal. Mm-hmm. Like, But it's taken me a long time. Sometimes I'm really slow to pick up on things. But then when I do, it's like this light bulb goes off. So uh, one thing that I kind of realized is that self-care is not the action of taking a bath or writing in a journal or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, but it's the idea of disconnecting mentally and physically, and it looks different for everybody. Explain to me what you mean by disconnect. Well, like, so I would take a bath, but I would sit in there and think about all the bills we have to pay and all the things that we have to do. And, you know, I'd be mentally making a list of everything that I needed to do when I got out and thinking of all of the, just all these stressful things. And so that is really not self-care. I mean, it's like, you know, taking a bath is something you need to do for hygiene purposes, but... Mm -hmm that part of it I don't think is the essence of self-care what it really is is and I kind of learned this when we were doing the Maru program Mm -hmm. but it's really just giving your body and your mind a break from all the stress of the world yes I didn't realize you were taking such stressful baths (laughs) girl I was doing everything stressful I get it I totally do but the, I think it's important to note that that it really is different for everybody and you have to do it right for you. Yeah, and here I sit, I hear the buzzwords, self-care and all that stuff, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that because it's popular. Oh. <laughs> that <laughs> is called self-sabotage. <laughs> um, well, for me, I need something 
that involves my mind and my hands. Okay. So I need to be able to think about and concentrate on something, but also keep my little hands busy. So, okay. What about in the past? Where, um, what does, what does it look like for you? Um, I've done a lot of things in the past, like meditation, exercise, yoga. I was really into yoga in college. Um, Weren't you also into Richard Simmons, too? <laughs> that was before college. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I also used to love to go thrift shopping. Mm-hmm. This one wasn't on our list, but whenever I was feeling, like, really overwhelmed, particularly in college and right after, I would just go to the thrift store and think about, this is crazy sounding probably, but I would think about like all the stories behind all the objects that were there. That's okay. That's kind of cool. Like that. Just kind of go it's off like, how did my you imagination. Get yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that. Like, uh, you know, imagination exercises are good. I mean, this yeah. is kind of skipping ahead, but that's okay. Um, I mean, getting lost in your imagination is fun as an adult. Yeah. And it's something that, I was working with and my therapist <laughs> before she dumped me. Oh. Um, no, I mean, just, you know, I, I used to do like imagining where things came from and uh-huh. stuff like that and make up little stories in my head. Yeah. And so that was, I mean, that's disconnecting. Yeah. It works great. Yeah. Um, and what about some of the things that you've done in the past? So I, Fixing my hair was one. Oh, okay. Um, I used to have a lot of product yes. that I used to put in my hair, and it had to be a certain way. Right. So it ended up, it wasn't, a, it was like your bath time. It ended up being stressful because I had to have it perfect. Uh, Every little hair had a place it needed to be in. Yeah. And it was, it, it wasn't fun anymore. I know a lot of people enjoy grooming in general, like yeah. doing wonderful treatments to their hair and curling it and doing their makeup and well yeah even i mean i had fun doing makeup your mom told us once that she does her makeup for herself like it makes her feel good and it's kind of her quiet time to sit and do her thing and i think that's great Mm -hmm. that can be a form of self-care too yeah and i used to i mean i still do draw um and it helps some but again i mess it up sometimes with stress but see that's that's the thing i don't think you you kind of had this epiphany the other night Mm -hmm. and it's it was both heartening for me to hear you say it but also frustrating because i've been telling you this for years but if you quote mess up Mm -hmm. on a drawing nobody else knows because nobody else can see inside your head what you wanted it to be so whatever's on the paper you know that's what people see and that's what they think you meant to do yeah i i i don't know oh man we're deep diving aren't we um (laughs) this is our mental health podcast yeah we're deep diving (laughs) okay so i i'm i'm at a loss you're I I know, like, I, I think I've got it stuck in my head that everything needs to look exactly like what it is. So, uh-huh. like, if I'm drawing a squirrel, 
it's going to look like a doggone squirrel. Right. I'm not going to miss any hair or curve or wart or whatever they're on them. But if I, I lately I've been drawing fantastical creatures. Okay. You know. Yeah. Which don't actually exist. Right. And this is why I had that realization. <laughs> okay. It's because I was sitting there drawing this little monster. Uh-huh. And I was not getting the line straight. And I was like, what? Nobody, I mean, in my head it looks like this. Yeah. Like a certain thing. Yeah. Like it was going to be like a perfectly straight line. Uh-huh. And then I was going to draw some um, like little hair-like stuff off of it. So it would look like it was hairy. Yes. And like fringe almost. Okay. And <laughs> but I'm like, no one knows I was going to do that. That's correct. <laughs> and it it just it clicked. Um well thank goodness for the monsters. Yeah. I know <laughs> it really helped. It really helped with Good. drawing because then I'm like, it's okay if my hand gets shaky. Yes. Um, it might just look like that. And it's okay if your squirrel doesn't have every single wart in every single correct place. <laughs> Squirrels have warts. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> uh, but okay, so it, it's let's let's go back to like we're talking about. So it's drawing in the past wasn't helpful, okay. but it is now. Good. Um, and going outside was something too. Yeah. Um, that I used to do. Yeah. A lot. Like, we used to go to the beach all the time. All the time. I mean, like, multiple times a week. Yeah. Sometimes every day of the week. Yeah. Um, and we don't do that anymore. We haven't been in forever. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's all the past things that we've done, because I want to talk about what we do now. Yeah, let's move on to what we do now. Okay. So, right now, I feel comfortable meditating. Yep. And I'm... I'm I'm getting better with the drawing. Yes. Um, writing is still very stressful for me. Why is that so stressful for you? Again, I've got this perfect idea in my head. Yeah. And I, I need it to sound and look and feel like a certain way. Well, tell me a little bit more about your blog and how you approach that. Because your blog just flows like i was saying i was telling you this morning your word choice is on point always it's like poetry it it reads like um i don't know like you're just having a fun conversation with your good friend (laughs) but then sometimes when i read like what you're writing for your book or whatever it feels a lot more like this is the formula I need to follow. Yeah. This is where spending eight years working on a dissertation, uh-huh. or seven years, whatever, um, <laughs> seven years writing a dissertation. That's crazy, first of all. Um, As they said in Tommy Boy, a lot of people go to college for seven years. <laughs> I know. They're called doctors. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you well i got my doctorate and i guess i'm a doctor but yes you're a doctor um, you don't guess you are i am okay but (laughs) getting back to the writing yes um i well i've lost my train of thought well i was asking about like 
your your writing for your book feels oh the blog yeah. like you have to follow a certain steps or whatever but your blog just kind of flows yeah so the blog i've tried to write a blog on and off for a over a decade yeah easily i start one and i you know and and i just this one i'm just like screw it whatever i mean i don't but this has been the best one yet because and you're not I'm, I'm not trying to make it perfect yeah and i'm not like giving myself rules there you go um no rules Woo! that's that's what i'm going for on this one <laughs> And and that seems to be what I've I mean I've done so far. But as far as like writing, the when I started writing the book, I was excited to finish an idea that I, I had had mm-hmm. years ago. Yes, before we met. Yeah. yeah. And then I started thinking about: Do I need to outline it? Do I need to? Uh, whatever and then I just wrote mm-hmm. I didn't outline I just wrote yeah. well and then I then I went back and outlined yeah and then I wrote some more yeah. and I finished writing the first draft yeah but it was painful yeah um I <clears throat> sorry I keep pausing though I've got I've got a dry mouth for some reason drink some water. I need to drink some water okay so Let's just say I overthink everything. Yes, you do. So I, I, I overthought <laughs> the first draft. Yeah. And it was very academic. You were thinking about, like, what's going to sell? What's going to... Yeah, what's, not even how what's going to sell. How am I going to make this into a final product? Well, like, and I also needed to map out, like, if I said such and such character had this little quirk... Mm-hmm. I needed to make sure I had some kind of past information and future information that kind of like all came together. Like I had to make sure I had references for everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I took it the wrong me. way. Yeah. And then when I let go of that, I left, I, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm in a place of like, I, I don't write perfectly. So you're trying to take an academic scholarly approach to a creative writing project. Yeah, and I'm completely ruining it. That's like, last night I tried to do this macrame project and I didn't have the right materials and I didn't go about it the right way and it mm-hmm. turned out not great. <laughs> it, it's fine. It's hanging on yeah, the tree. Yeah, it's cute. But it's not what I wanted it to look like. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. Like yeah. you're using the wrong tools to get to where you want to be yeah and so I, you're making it way harder on yeah. yourself and i'm and i'm realizing that i'm doing it much too late well it's never too late you don't think so no i just i just worry that i've like gone beyond fixing it there that's another one of those drawing things like nobody knows what you want it to be except possibly me but i don't even know completely. i know i drive you crazy with it no you don't drive me crazy i mean i like talking about it with you and stuff and i think it's very interesting but i mean you're at the point now where you've written so much you could even go back and outline everything you've written and then just scrap what you've written 
read over your outline and then approach it as if maybe as if you're one of the characters and you're writing a blog about it or something. That's a good idea. Like just because you you'll still have your basic ideas and themes and you know situations and everything but the writing will just be more from the heart rather than from the mind. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um well, I mean, I mean I I do understand it, but I um it's going to be it's hard. It's hard for me to like flip the switch. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. We got derailed on this writing thing. That's okay. But um once again, nobody knows what our outline is. They're just <laughs> We can do what we want. Yeah, they're hearing our final product and they think <laughs> everything that we're talking about what we meant to talk about. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. I just need to let go a bit. Yes. And realize loosen that up. There's no I don't know, there's it just oh gosh. I'm gonna use what my brother says. It is what it don't is. Don't you dare, don't you dare. <laughs> But it is. I need to just go with it. Accept it and move on. Yeah. And that's present day Ashley. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then I need to get into therapy. That's yeah. That helps too. So I think moving forward, we both want to continue meditation mm-hmm. or self-care practices. Mm-hmm. I think we both want to continue journaling slash blogging. Yep. With and I want to continue doing crafts. I've been, uh, you may be following along my on my TikTok and my Instagram. My TikTok is Amy Adams 13 because that's the name TikTok assigned me. But I don't, what is my Instagram? I don't know. But anyway, I've been doing a craft a day. Um, right after Ash's birthday, I was like, I want to do more crafts. I'm gonna do a craft every day from now till Christmas, and it's awesome. It's the so TikToks fun. are hilarious. Oh, well, thank you. But I'm mean, not um, hilarious, but like not just hilarious, but also like if you want to do the craft along with her, it's, she's like it's like you feel comfortable like even if you screw up, you're 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 right along with her. Yeah, because uh my crafts have definitely been a learning experience, <laughs> but but that's something that I want to continue doing. I'm having a ton of fun with it. Um and I want to listen to more music and possibly start making music again. I guess since this is our mental health podcast, I can talk a little bit about, um, maybe I can't. <laughs> you got this, girl. <laughs> it's been really, really hard for me um, to pick up an instrument since Dad passed away. And it's been a long time. And uh, it's like every time I get get out the old guitar or, you know, think about a keyboard or something like that, I just, it's like I get too sad and I can't do it. So, um, but I think I always enjoyed it so much. And so I'd really like to try to do that some more. I think that would be really cool. I love to have music in this house. <laughs> Especially anything that can combat our upstairs neighbor's noise. <laughs> I thought we were going to get through a podcast without talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can hear her right now. And I'm like, she's just in the forefront of my mind. Um, oh, my gosh. But so I guess all of this is to say 
that self-care is very personal. It is. And it looks different for everybody. Yeah. And there's no specific formula. There's, there's not a right or wrong way to do it. Yes. And it doesn't have to look just like something else. Yeah. Um, um, if taking a bath is not your thing, maybe soaking your feet is a thing. Yeah. And soaking your feet, listening to music or listening to a podcast and, you don't know, sitting in a weird chair. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like bring a camping chair and then just fill the bathtub up and soak your feet. Hey, that's actually a great idea. (laughs) Let's do that. Okay. Um, So moving forward to continue to do these things or to start doing some of them. We talked about we really want to encourage each other and have some accountability there. And I've also been using social media as my accountability Mm -hmm. partner, Um, not because I feel like I have to I have to be loyal to my followers or whatever. There's like 13 people that like my Instagrams (laughs) and look at my videos. There's more than that. I don't care about that part of things. I just care about the consistency of me doing it regularly. Um, yeah, that's what I do with the blog. I, yeah. I mean, I, I said I was going to blog a day, every day for a year. Yep. And, I mean, that kind of keeps keeps me honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like setting a personal goal, but also having some sort of accountability out there in the world. Yeah. And it so, doesn't have to be... I mean, social media following. It can right. be a person. Yeah, I mean, we encourage each other and try to yeah. make sure that we, you know, help each other. One thing that you've been doing that I think is really helpful is scheduling it into your day. Yeah. Like, you meditate at 12 o'clock every day yeah. or whatever. Um, and you've been using the Reminders app that works with the calendar app and the yep. notes and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've been encouraging each other. I said that. Yes. And you talked about attaching it to, um, I mean, did you talk about account, like accountability habit stacking? Yeah. Um, we read a couple of years ago, we both read this book, uh, Atomic Habits. And one of the things the author talks about is habit stacking. So you already have a whole bunch of habits and routines in your day. So if you want to build a new habit, you can attach it to one of the other habits. And a great example is like, um, I brush my, you brush your teeth every morning before Mm -hmm. work. So since that's something you already do routinely, then if you want to start say exercising every day, what you can do is you can, as soon as you brush your teeth, that's your cue to do your exercise yeah so you tie them together and then you sort of build that habit into your daily routine yeah um so that's what habit stacking is and you can also do this with another person too so like if you and your significant other are at home and you've got downtime after um dinner and you there or there's something you need to do you can do something while they do something so that one you're not aggravating each other um and two like you know amy does crafts and i go blog yeah um it's not that we can't talk to each other while this is going on or anything like that it's just that's 
the task that happens when somebody else does something. Yeah. And it really does. It, it does well for me aggravating Amy. Because I tend to, when she starts I doing some crap. I wish you saying that. Because you're not aggravating me. <laughs> well, I the feel like I'm pestering. The only time you aggravate me or when you say it is what it is. Oh. Or I'm just saying. Oh. Don't even. <laughs> <sighs> I am gonna hush on that one though. But no, you really like you're not aggravating me. So well, I like to pester you. You're not pestering me. No, I like to pester you. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pester you to death. Rude. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite lines um, from from a bad guy from in a movie. Yeah, he says, "I'm going to pester you." And I'm gonna yeah. pester this, and I'm gonna pester that, and. <laughs> Pester you limb from limb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was good. Well, I think we can kind of wrap this up. And then next we're going to talk about holiday mental health. Yeah. The holidays are upon us. (laughs) Ashley's making funny hands again. (laughs) So the holidays are upon us. And even though it's really wonderful to spend time with your family and loved ones and take a break from work and things like that it's also incredibly stressful because it's a huge break in your routine mm-hmm. and you know for and you're people, expected to cook and you've got to clean extra because you don't want people to see how dirty your house is when you actually <laughs> live in it um there's so much stuff like you've got to get presents you've got to um just prepare for people's behavior you've got to um i mean just there's so much going on. So obviously the holidays are way more stressful for some people than others because <laughs> I hadn't thought of any of those things. Yeah. Like I enjoy doing all that part of things. Oh my gosh. Picking out a present for somebody is so stressful. Oh, I love it so much. I'm, I love the act of buying it. Oh, I like the Once act I of picking figured it, it out. Oh, see, I, there's so many things you have to consider when you're buying somebody oh a gift. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, obviously, your mental health issues don't go away during the holidays. (laughs) Evidence right there. You're still dealing with everything that's going on inside your head. Yeah. Plus, all the added stress of being around other people and just being in a completely different situation and all that stuff. New environment, new everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, we want to kind of focus this segment on what we do Mm -hmm. to combat some of that Mm -hmm. and to make sure that we're taking care of our own mental Mm -hmm. health during the holidays yes and something we you know just jumping jumping in go for it um you know something we did that really helped us be able to make a plan was to talk to our families and tell them we would like to you know alternate holidays yeah um, so, you know, like if we're at one during Thanksgiving, we go to the other one at Christmas. Right. And then the next year we switch. Right. Um, and that has taken my stress level down a thousand notches. Yeah. Because it was so hard to feel like I was spending enough time with both families. Yeah. And I didn't want to slight anybody. Yeah. I think having setting expectations for yourself, for you and your partner, and then mm-hmm. also just 
kind of in general with the families and the friends and mm-hmm. loved ones, etc. And, and that makes sense too because, you know, individually, the holidays may mean something different. Yeah. And, you know, for me, they're obviously stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there's good stuff, too. Yeah. There obviously is good stuff, or else we wouldn't do it. Right. Um, so. Oh, man. You know how you have a train of thought, and then it just derails. derails. Well, let's talk about, so we've kind of talked about, like, the negative parts of it, I think. So let's talk about what we do to help each other okay. and to help ourselves. That's that's better. Um, one thing that I do is just take a break or go for a walk or, you know, if it starts getting too crowded or too hot or whatever, I say, I'm going to go outside and look for flowers or animals or nuts or whatever. <laughs> yeah, any of the above. <laughs> um, when you're taking that break, yes. Like, what do you do? Like, how do you take that break does that make sense yeah it depends on what's going on if it's just like a huge flurry of activity and i just need to have a moment of calm i mean i'll just go walk around for just a minute and kind of look at things i one thing that i do is the five mindfulness Mm -hmm. tasks so i think about five things i can see and then four things i can hear or four things i can touch and three things i can hear and two things I can smell and one thing I can taste. And I focus on just the facts about each one of those items as I'm going through. And that kind of helps me settle my mind a little bit and Mm -hmm. refocus and be mindful and be able to just hop back into the present. Um, You know, sometimes if it's like an emotional overwhelming, I'll walk around outside and just cry a little bit. That's helpful. Um, just I think the main thing for me is getting to be alone for just a little bit and being outside you know and something too and um I learned this I don't know years ago um with our families is sometimes touching something outside something solid something like cold mm-hmm. or warm like i don't know touching a sunspot or whatever just getting that i don't know that grounding grounding mm-hmm. kind of situation mm-hmm. um would apply to yeah um oh, i totally agree with that and yeah because also- i used to touch like the stone like okay like if i stressed at your mom's mm-hmm. i go outside and onto the carport and i just kind of touch the concrete mm-hmm um, and just think about the concrete for a minute. <laughs> um, or I walk through her little garden mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, fairyland. Yeah. Um, you know, it just takes me out of the situation for a minute. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes, though, you can't get out. Like, no. Then you you're don't. in the middle of something or you're trapped. And or you you're cooking. Can't physically get out. <laughs> yeah. Or you're cooking or... You're in the middle of a task or, you know. You can't leave these three children alone. You're participating <laughs> in conversation. Any number of things might prevent you from being able to leave physically. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you do in those situations? It, 
I'm, I'm using the example of your family again, and I'm sorry. That's it's okay. just because there's so many people. Yeah. And fine. a lot of times I can't get away because even outside there's people. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yep. Because I'm not the only one with the idea to go outside because it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then they feel like they have to talk to you. and It's a, it's a thing. Right. Um. So I kind of. This is this is probably weird, but I'm okay with people knowing. I I will take each person in my head and I will say, okay, this person is doing X. I wish they were doing Y. Oh, and I'm like, who? I guess I kind of size up people. Yeah, and try to figure out who's <laughs> aggravating or pushing my buttons the most. <laughs> okay, I mean it's just. I don't, I don't get aggravated because the person is a bad person or anything. It's because I get overwhelmed by the sensations and the, and yeah. the noise and, and the, just the. Overstimulation. Oh, yeah. I just get overstimulated. Yeah. Um, so I, I pick the person in my head that's going to be the least. The least impact. stimulating. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, it's essentially Yes. I'm like, okay, do I need to go find the oldest person in the room and sit near them? Maybe not the least stimulating, but just sort of brings you a sense of calm. Yeah. Like their energy is a little bit less it's, chaotic. It, yeah, it's like I try to find the spot in the house with the, the lowest um, static. Yeah. So you kind of have a focus person. Yeah. Yes. I like Exactly. That. Yeah. Somebody that you can focus on. Um. One thing, oh, one thing that I do, I guess this is my weird, quirky thing, is, so there was this episode of the Golden Girls. <laughs> it was a clip show, and they always did something quirky with the clip shows, but um, they were sitting on the couch in the living room. I may be getting some details wrong, but it's Christmas time, and they all kind of stare into the Christmas tree, and the lights go kind of blurry, and they get real big, and then they all go into their minds and think about Christmas's past. Mm -hmm. So I do something very similar. I'll pick an item or a decoration or something to look at. Typically it's a light of some sort and I'll just let my eyes, let the focus in my eyes go really soft and let everything kind of blur out. And then I'll think about a really happy time or a happy memory or a call, something very calm or I'll just look at a particular decoration and think about it and describe it in my mind. Um, that's just kind of another mindfulness technique, I think. Do you but, ever, like, an, around the Christmas, there's holiday stuff. Like, you can pick out and be like, oh, that I made that when I was in the third grade. <laughs> and yeah, um, it's, you know, got whatever memories attached to it. Yeah. Um, what if you're somewhere else? Oh, I do, like, I'll look into the lights and think about other times that I've looked at lights and enjoyed it. Or I'll look at something sparkly and think about sparkly things that I like. Or, you know, just yeah. whatever. I just kind of let my mind trigger different memories and go down a line. So, okay. you know, right now I'm looking across the room and there's this tinsel candy cane. So... I'm thinking about, I can think about the candy cane and how the lights reflect off of it. But then also I think about tinsel and I think about 
dad loved tinsel on Christmas trees. And one okay. time we had a real Christmas tree and we put tinsel on it. And then we didn't know, but it had spiders in it. And oh, the God. spiders hatched and it, they were everywhere. And I thought it was funny. And mom hated it because she doesn't like spiders. But, you know, all those real Christmas trees that we had were really great. And then I just kind of go down like this mental. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really great. Mental hole. <laughs> okay. And then we started getting fake trees for a little while. <laughs> All right. So you're 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 taking a positive mental path. Yeah. Away from the the noise. Yeah, I just kind of go into my own head, I guess. Okay. Just kind of. Okay. Yeah. And. One thing that we do for each other mm-hmm. is to plan. Yeah. Um, and we know that everything's not always going to go according to plan. Nope. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. We're flexible. Yeah, flexible. <laughs> and we're able to adjust. But if we plan beforehand, I think it yeah. helps you feel more yeah. calm. Well, just, you know, like, I could, like, it's not like my crazy planning where I try to like figure out what conversation and like if they say this then I've got to figure out how to respond to this and um well it, we do that to well, some there, extent we do to some extent but it's like I go through every single person mm-hmm. and I think about a situation yeah that might occur and how I would respond to it yeah and that's a little much because I don't even know if half those people are going to be there yeah um yeah and I just but we we do that for like big things. Yeah, we we talk about thing like big topics we think might come up, mm-hmm. and you so know. we're on the same page. And yeah, you know we're saying the same things. Not that we're lying or making up a story or anything. Mm-mm. It's just that this is what we're comfortable with sharing with this group of people. Yeah, Does and, that make yeah, sense? I think so. And it also helps to be to set limits. Mm-hmm. like I mean like today you know before we jumped into this podcast I said do you want to talk about what has been going on over the past two weeks and we talked about like how much we would share and what we would share and what we felt comfortable sharing mm-hmm. um, and I think we kind of do the same thing when we're going to visit with others yeah. and then I think, you know, you've got to prepare for those. um, I mean, you don't have to prepare for these, but, you know, certain people, like, okay, like, single couples, like, they have to go in and prepare for when people are asking, when are you going to have a baby? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Or, or like, a single person, when are you getting married? When are you going to find somebody? Yeah. And you've got to kind of have at least a funny way of deflecting. Well, I mean, or something. It, it depends on you and what you're most comfortable with. I mean, some people, for some people, it's honesty, which is, mm-hmm. you know, like if somebody were to ask us, when are you having kids? We would be honest, I think, and, and say, say, never. We're not. We we don't have any interest in doing that. Um, not that we don't have interest in kids. That sounds bad. We don't have any interest in having a child ourselves. Correct. Yeah. Um, Or you know whatever like so sometimes honesty is the path mm-hmm. sometimes humor is the path mm-hmm. um sometimes i think avoidance is fine mm-hmm. just saying i'm sorry i don't feel comfortable talking about that right now 
Um, and, and I think it's okay to not say anything. Yeah. It's okay to not have an answer for something. Yes, absolutely. Learn that from RuPaul. <laughs> Sometimes you can just say nothing. Well, I mean, I think you could. I don't know. I think if somebody asks you a question and you don't respond at oh. all, like that's kind of rude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, you know, you don't have to say exactly, you don't have to answer their question. Yeah. I mean, you can say something back that indicates, I heard you and I won't re- be responding to that, but yeah. I'll be talking about something else. Yeah. <laughs> so I and think that, that plan is important. Yeah. I think the key it's... is to have a plan to talk it out beforehand and to help each other know what to expect. Yeah. At at least for us, that's... And also, too, to have, you know, have a a plan for when you are uncomfortable or you are um, not doing okay. Yes. Have a signal for your... For each other. That's another thing we do. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we have signals or keywords or something that indicates, like... My knee is hurting so bad, I can't handle it. Yeah. And I need you to help me find some space. Yeah. Or, you know... Or, like, I can't can't sit here and listen to this conversation again. Yeah. I'm feeling frustrated with it. Mm -hmm. I need you to help me get an escape or whatever. Yeah, like an escape plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And I, I think all of that sounds like things are terrible and we need to get away. Oh, yeah. But that's, that's not it at all. It's We really enjoy everything. It's just sometimes things are overwhelming or overstimulating or, mm-hmm. you know, a little scary if you haven't been in a situation before. So I think all of that just kind of helps. Yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, by no means do we say that our families are difficult to manage no we love spending time with our families and getting to see everybody and i love all the hustle and bustle and Mm -hmm. all the things going on and i love all the family time yeah it's it's i look forward to it i do too it's really nice yeah well i think that's our holiday mental health kind of wrapped up yeah no now i'm stressed by the holidays oh my gosh (laughs) we're gonna go meditate yes it's time to meditate well thanks for joining us today and talking about mental health and you know our stress but also our self-care and our self-care plans and some of the key takeaways from today or that you just need to plan yeah plan 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 (laughs) i cannot encourage that more that helps us a lot it helps everyday life yeah um and if you're not a planner and you like to do things on a whim i mean i'd love to have a conversation with you (laughs) and understand that Uh but i need some prep before i start you need to plan before you talk to someone who doesn't plan <laughs> yes. I just I well I need to understand how somebody does that. Yeah. Um <laughs> but you know you can plan or at least make small goals. Yeah. Um so that you feel like you kind of win the holidays, you know? 
<laughs> just make it into a game. Yeah, make it. Yeah, make it into a game. You love games. I do love games. I, I like winning. I, I like gonna... winning. <laughs> um, I'm a competitive little girl. Um, you, you like the outcome, and I like the process. Yeah, that's what I'm. Learning Maybe that's what's wrong podcast. with me. There, you're not. You're not wrong. <laughs> well, maybe broken. You don't no, I'm, no, 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 no. I don't mean that. I just maybe that's what I need to focus less on. On yeah. winning, yeah. On maybe. doing the best. Yeah, I yes, that is exactly what you need to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, my new therapist. Um, <laughs> no, um, but don't forget to be engaged this holiday. And take care of yourself and your loved ones. Watch out for each other. And we may or may not be back next week since it's Thanksgiving. But we'll definitely be back the week after that. Yeah. Um, so be sure to come back. Check out all of our social media stuff. We're still working on our website. It's yeah. Lightheartedlesbianliving.club. Join the club. Yeah. It's it's There's a basic uh, frame up there right now. And. It's in progress. It's Yeah, it's there. <laughs> so check us out, social media, all that good stuff. Thanks so much for joining us. And, uh, you know, be sure to give us feedback. What are you interested in hearing in the future? And also, how are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Let us know if there's anything else you'd like to hear us talk about or expand on. Or any strange noises I might be making while recording and should stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.